Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. The message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 for three months required. New subscribers only. Renew for 12 months to lock in savings. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com. Mahalo. Welcome to episode 48 of an Airful podcast. Our guest this week is the co-host of Sampling Podcast and overall music journalist. That is Morgan Richards. Oh, what a lovely dude he is as well. Uh, in the episode, we talk all about prepping and planning a podcast, the hard work that people don't see when doing a podcast, as well as trying to maintain your day-to-day during a pandemic. Because um, if you haven't noticed, and you should, because you should be listening to Sapling Podcast, is they never stop. The guy's been doing this every week for God knows how many weeks. For over two and a half Yes. So what's that? 104 at least. Um they're smashing it. And you should go to Patreon and find out more about them. If you haven't, I'm sure you have though. Um yeah. But otherwise than that, once you've given this a listen, why don't you check out all of our other 47 episodes plus our bonus episodes plus horror fest and <laughs> All of our clips on YouTube. Make sure to check that out on all popular podcasts and platforms. You can also check out the video versions on our YouTube channel. And whilst you're there, why don't you give us a subscribe so you know when the new episode is out? And there is also Discord. I heard your dread as you said Horrorfest, by the way. Um, Horrorfest. (laughs) By the way, before you get to the episode, and I know you want to go listen to it right now, but it's worth the wait. We have a Discord, it's linked down below. It's definitely worth it. Join the community, chat about all sorts of shit. Anyway, here's Morgan. Enjoy. There we go. And we're off. So hello, Morgan from What Is Happening Podcast. Oh, I've got to say it right. <laughs> no, Whoa! No, no. Can that happen? <laughs> uh, no, well, that's not the name of the show. <laughs> Should we get it out of the way? Yeah. Are you not sick of hearing this by now? Oh, uh, um, yeah, but um, it's fine. <laughs> Go for it. Sapning. 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 Yeah. How, How are you? How are you? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Thanks for uh, inviting me on to have a chat about everything. Don't be daft. Thanks for spending your Friday night with us. Oh, a pleasure. I was I'll uh, probably ended up watching some crap on Netflix anyway, so it's better than that. So, yeah, I'm enjoy- looking forward to it. Thank you. Yeah, no well, let's make sure it does go well first. You say, <laughs> there, <laughs> let's get to the end. I feel like we're completing the duo since we've had Sean on mm. many, many episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we finally got you on yeah, This has been a long podcast. time coming, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I remember you guys when you had Sean on. There was um, some jokes about possibly getting me on and having a, a laugh about the other side of the podcast and whatnot. So no, I'm looking forward to it. I've um, been keeping an eye on what you guys have been doing over like the last 
year or so. So yeah, looking forward to having a chat and having a laugh. Oh, love it. Oh, it's what we love to see. Oh, yeah. sounds <laughs> really nice, isn't it? it? Yeah, it it's it down, downhill from here. <laughs> this is this is where I turn into a right dick in a minute. Let's ruin it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fuck it up. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start off by completely ripping off another good podcast, uh, Just a Girl, by asking, what have you been listening to lately? Ooh, good podcast as well. Shout out to Katie and Natalie. Um, lately i've been in all sorts like today the day we're recording this has been a really good one for new music because there's the new while she sleeps stuff hold an absence the main have just put out a new single which is their band i'm just obsessed with nice t-shirt see perfect <laughs> didn't even plan this um, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's a band called um soft cult i've uh, been checking out lately as well they there's a new project from a band that was called um courage my love Two sisters, they're really, really good. Ooh. And who else have we been listening to? Do you know what? For like the last six, it's got to be six months now, I've been obsessed with the Machine Gun Kelly record and like everything Youngblood and Modson and whatever's in that whole world that John Feldman's producing. It's just, I don't know, something about it that you can just stick on, mm. like when you're doing whatever and you don't have to really like worry about. Do you know what I mean? It's a weird. Yeah. You can have okay. a, you can have a, you can have like a, a vibe to it, but you, you're not like, you haven't got to put the effort to put into it to put it on. Do you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. So yeah, all sorts. I'm, I'm sure after this, I'm going to be like, oh crap, you didn't mention all this, <laughs> all this other stuff. But um, yeah, there's new low lives um lately, which I've been a really, really like. Yeah. Um, who else has been? Or oh, and like since last summer, I have not stopped listening to Monsters by All Time Low. Oh me! It's just nice. I can't believe how good that song is. Like I love All Time Low. That album. That yeah, album. like all their back catalogue. I've you know massive fan of. But like for some reason that song is just another level. Like there's bands like that now. You you like uh, uh, they've been doing it for like almost it's got to be like 15 years or whatever now, and you know people have picked up again on Di Maria Count Me In because of TikTok and whatnot. <laughs> so all actually, you, you know, oh, that's going to be the biggest hit forever. But I think this might be bigger. I think this might actually, like, when yeah. when g- gigs happen again, I'd be surprised if that's not, like, one of the last songs they play like. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So it's, it's very hooky, that song, where like, you just oh. get stuck in your head. I'm singing it in my head right now. Yeah, yeah, even even the black, yeah. the black the black bear verse for me is brilliant. And then yeah. when they brought out brought it out again with Demi Lovato doing like the harmonies and everything, I was just blown away. They they got me hook line and sinker there. <laughs> fair play all time low. Yeah, well done. Well fair done. play too. You've That's written some good songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So could you quickly jumping back to the main and I'm curious then, what's <laughs> your favorite main album? Ooh, right. I'll be deadly honest here. And I think I said something of similarity to John when we did a podcast with him. Um, but like their last three records for me are ones that really got me into the band. So I wasn't a massive yeah. main fan before them. Like there was the odd song and like I was aware of them. I've seen them live a few times supporting bands and whatnot. But like the, that connection never happened. That click never happened. Yeah. And then they brought out American Candy. And I think it was a kind of poppier record, but still had that weird, like, alternative punk edge. 
you know, I think yeah. it's the same time as like 1975 were getting popular and a lot of bands were kind of getting influenced by them, but not like ripping off their sound or anything. Um, and yeah, since American Candy, like I would put them up there as one of my favorite bands, the three records they've put out since. Um, it, it, just wow. insane. There's so many good songs on it. Um, you Are Okay is probably probably is my favorite because this it's just for me the Ming is a band where I can put on and I can have a dance to but it's like that emotional connection with as well I, I feel a bit more con well, connected for lack of a better term with, with it um they were one of my last gigs before the pandemic yeah and in a way I'm really glad it was them because it, it was one it was a really wholesome experience and I got to see a lot of friends that I hadn't seen in ages and I only get to see when going to gigs and festivals and stuff. It was just a really nice time. Um, yeah, the, the, the Mingo band that holds a special place in my heart. It's hard to, it's really hard to explain it, but it's just one that like, oh, they hit you in the feels, man. I don't know what, yeah, well. what they're doing when they're writing those songs, but <laughs> they, it's perfect. And yeah, they can... Um, on that last record as well, like I think the last track is like nine minutes long. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like it. Like you Jeez. get excited, you get excited for it to for the nine minute track. Yeah, for the nine <laughs> minute. Like, Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not a lot, not a lot of bands can pull that off. It was Green Day back in the day, wasn't it? In American Idiot, when they had two two nine minute tracks on an album. That's a ballsy move. That's um, but yeah, I don't think anyone else. Well, apart from like Metallica and all that, like I don't. Yeah, you know, you don't get like pop punk alternative bands or anything doing nine and a half minute songs so yeah no See, absolutely. I'm, on, I'm on the outside i never given the main a go it's not something i've oh, ignored no. but i know oh. one is like a huge fan but morgan you've sold me after this i'll be uh, i think i think it is those last three records though i think it's def definitely a different way they've presented themselves and yeah they just like american candy came out and i was just like obsessed with that record for ages um, yeah. yeah i think i'm kind of sort of the same as that however it was when forever halloween came out was the okay. time that my old old band supported um, and impressed them oh, nice. uh, when they were on that run but once so it was like in between days that they were supporting death of Anna. i think it was on the old oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah um so funnily enough before then we my old band decided to cover into your arms which off the first album mm. So is then from Forever Halloween, it kind of went back through the entire catalog in okay. like the opposite direction. Ah. And then it ended up, we supported him. So then I've got this soft spot Forever Halloween. But when American <laughs> Candy came out straight after, I was like, holy shit, we're in the fine, fine years of the main now. So Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's a really cool deep cut album as well. Um, over, that, over that period, they put out an acoustic record where yeah. they did a lot of the old songs and just stripped them back and stuff. And yeah, that's done to perf perfection as well. So, yeah. Have you heard the soul album John's just released? Yeah, I've enjoyed Good. that as well. He's a busy man. How does he, he get time for all this? <laughs> it always amazed me when, like, I understand a lot of bands, you know, they you know, they go off and someone's got a side project or a different band and they sound yeah. different. And you're like, okay, fine. Yeah, you know, the band's taking a break for 18 months. You want to go and do this other thing you've been working on. But when you have that many songs for that project, you put that out, and then like a couple of months later, you're like, oh, yeah, the other band's got more <laughs> songs as well. It's like, how do you keep up? How do you find time to write all those songs and promote them? And 
doesn't own so, a television. Not, um, that's ah, he messing, <laughs> he messing, he messing. Yeah, missing out on the office. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. So it's worth probably pointing out now that Sapnin's been going over two years now, which is incredible. It's an incredible yeah. achievement. So well done to you guys for doing that. Thank you. No, thank you so much. What actually got you interested into jumping onto the podcast with Sean in the first place? I know that obviously you worked in the radio before then. You was obviously mm. spoken and knew Sean quite well before then. Was there like a certain podcast that you listened to beforehand or something like that, which kind of went, I wouldn't mind jumping into that world? Um, that's That's a good question because I think it was a weird time, to be honest, because I was as you said, working in radio here in, in Wales. And I've been doing that for, for a while. Um, I was doing a lot of other freelance opportunities. I was writing for the mirror and doing all sorts, kind of juggling it all at the same time. Um, and I was kind of falling out of love with radio a little bit. Um, just because like, for me, I think I was more, I, I've always been more attracted to the kind of interview side of it but like telling people stories and like, you know, I love music. I love new tracks, like finding stuff and getting that hype for when someone drops a new song and, you know, announcing a tour and all that. But I was getting kind of fed up of doing like radio shows and having to prepare, you know, track lists and keep up to date with everything. And you got to think, Oh, is this song good enough and workout times? It was just a whole thing. And for a while I was just, I was, I was kept on doing it, but I was a bit like falling out of love with it. I didn't really know what, if radio was the best thing for me and stuff. And a couple of friends had joked to me prior about, Oh, you should start a podcast and all this. So it was something in my mind. Um, And then, yeah, Sean came up with the idea for it. Um, I'm sure he told you the story of, him you know thinking about all these stories and stuff he had and and whatnot and he spoke to um blind boy who does a podcast um and a good friend and whatnot and um gave him the idea that he should do something and um yeah we had a kind of conversation about it and it just went from there in like 121 weeks in a row later here we are but it's um yeah like it, it just started um it, you know, it was, it was his kind of initial idea, and then we spent ages, and I mean, quite a while, um, going back and forwards on stuff and saying ideas and how we wanted things to turn out, and you know, graphics and how things would go, and what guests we would have, and how we'd want to do everything. Um, and then, yeah, it was a good, it was a good few months before we'd like recorded anything then and we were like ready. And then we did think the first two episodes um, and we were like, right, okay, let's, this is it. Let's, let's get it out there. And we had plans and stuff. And then like we recorded a bunch of guests before it went out. Um, and it was, yeah, we haven't looked back, back since it's, um, yeah, it's been a hell of an experience. And it's weird to think it's been over two and a half years now. Like that is, yeah. Like it's taken over my life for like two and a half years. And I think podcasting is, you know, I'm sure as you guys will know, is like, it's that perfect outlet to do something you love and have a passion for it. But you'll get information and stories out there because the thing is, like, if I had to compare podcasting and sapping to anything else I've ever done, like 
I said, I loved doing the radio and, and interviewing and, and getting bands on and whatnot and, and talking to them. But I couldn't really get my personality in into it. It was a bit yeah. more professional based. And like, you know, you'd have 10 minutes, you have 15 minutes with this person. That's it. You can't go over. Um, and also, if you do go over, you can't really fit it into the show because, you know, with, with time constrictions of radio and whatnot. Um, but podcasting, like, you can just talk for ages. If you want to, you know, if you want to go over an hour, you can. If it's not quite an hour, it doesn't matter. You don't have to talk bollocks for two minutes to make up the time. You know, do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's being the perfect outlet for me, I think. Um, and I'm really glad we got to, um, like do this journey together and everything because yeah there's a lot of things we complement each other um star wise as well i think that's what makes happening what it is and like quite unique in that sense yeah definitely i think um like one of the aspects i love about podcasting is it's the the punk attitude the diy mm. it doesn't matter and i think that's why i really liked uh daniel p carter's podcast is what okay got me like oh i i want to do this so i remember mm. listening to one I just heard a motorcycle like driving around in the background of London. <laughs> and it's just like, that's sick. Cause the passion is who he's talking to. He'll do it anyway. Yeah. That's the thing. There's no rules. Is there? Do you know what I mean? There's no like formula of this is how you should do it. Yeah. Like there's, there's everyone has their own takes of uh, what, how you do stuff and, and whatnot, you know, and that's what makes every podcast different. I think like, you know, there's some podcasts I listen to and I hate certain things they do. And I'd be like, Oh, I wouldn't do that. Or oh, I do that differently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's just how it is. I, I think that's the same with everyone. I, um, but yeah, it's that, it's that freedom in it. There's no rules. You can do what you want with it, you know, to an extent. Yeah. Um, and you can just have a laugh. Cause at the end of the day, like it's what you want to do. You want to have a laugh, be serious when you got to be serious, but have a laugh. Yeah, everyone wants when to else? enjoy what they, yeah. they do. Um, speaking of being serious when you need to be serious, um, your job is crazy because you have to rein Sean in and his stories. <laughs> Dude, how do you do it? <laughs> well, I love Sean and his stories, but... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, well, he's got brilliant stories. And, and the thing is, over the last, like, two years, right, <laughs> I've been there when, like, he's he's forgotten he's had stories and then like we've been and he's like and he remembers stuff and you're like how would you forget that like you know <laughs> how did you not you told me something the other day i was like how have i only know this now how have you never <laughs> brought that up before like you <laughs> think you would have just been like oh yeah by the way this happened <laughs> how fucking um, crazy is that <laughs> yeah that's so, no but, but that's what i mean by like complimenting each other because i think you know, we're a perfect yin and yang in my eyes because um, for anyone who's not familiar with, with the concept of Sapnin, um, I think in general you'd see Sean as the funny one and me the serious one in in context. But like, I think there's bits then where he can go off and be serious, and I can go off and be funny or yeah. try to be funny at least. You know, I like to get my puns in and stuff. Um, <laughs> but like, we, we there's ways we look at stuff that the other one wouldn't look at because, you know, he's been in the industry for so long. He's been in bands, he's toured, he's played festivals, he's met everyone under the sun. And then, like, I've been a journalist, so I still have, like, some of that element where, like, I know how things work, I know how some things in the industry actually go and some people wouldn't realise, but I'm a music fan at heart. 
So yeah. there's certain things I want to know because I love this band where he's seeing it as in, oh, that's interesting that you've done this because when the Blackout tour, they did X, you know, X Y, yeah. and Z. So, yeah, I think it, it, it's that compliment. And I think, like, I wouldn't have it any other way because you know we like you know, we don't agree on every everything and like there's certain guests that like you know I've suggested and he suggested and but we just take it with what it is and I, and that's why I like I think if we were too like-minded in that sense and our backgrounds are too similar as well I don't think it would work as as well as Sapnin has so but yeah when he goes off on a, on a rant. Just let him do it because half the time he's it's got a good point. And I think as well, what what's being interesting is uh, there's a lot of our guests who um have been in more of a public eye. Um, so like you know, your busted McFly yeah. kind of people who you know the tabloids are writing stories about them every other day as well. Um, I think they're quite nervous with with just in like press in general because they think people are just doing it to get a quote off them to click bait to cause trouble. And we had that when Dougie came on. We loved yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it was refreshing because we recently had Matt Willis and you could see how happy he was to swear and yeah. like not care <laughs> and be rock and roll and be punk and tell us about like mad experiences he's had. We're like, you know, if he's going on this morning or t t early morning television program he can't open up about those stuff and i think that i think they enjoy it and then when sean is like oh well this happened to me blah 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 blah. has anything like that happened to you the people are like oh well they get it like yeah if they if they've never met us yeah. before and we've had a few ba like bands like that like oh okay they get it they've been there and it's those different it's experiences yeah and that's that's yeah. why that's why i like it because like you know yeah he's done some mad shit i've i've done some things i'd never imagined i would ever get to do like if you told me like when i was 14 15 16 that a few years later you'd be doing all this crazy shit i would be like would never be <laughs> i'd probably slap you in the face and be like why don't don't lie to me like that but um yeah that's what i like about it we just get to have that mixture so but i'm yeah i'm i'm that's one of my strengths as well is i think getting to like pull it back in and control it and then kind of <laughs> remember where we were let the chaos consume and then move back on so a key yeah. example of that is the episode you released today i listened to it before <laughs> fuck me <laughs> you were just like let's bring it back in let's go back to the point <laughs> yeah literally and I, I think one of the um the, the best moments like that was we did um we did an episode with Sim Wise, episode 69. Um, she's um, one of like the top earners on OnlyFans. I think she's in like 0.1% like top earners. So because it's episode 69, yeah, we thought, oh, let's get someone on then. Um, so we went to London to record <laughs> that with look. her. <laughs> Sorry, Morgan. Um, no, no, we, we went to <laughs> London um, to record that with her. And... Um, it was brilliant because at one point Sean told me that he just looked over to me and I like kind of just sat like really back in the chair, just like <laughs> being very aware of everything that was being said and just like, can we use this? Can we use this? We can't use that. Can we use this? And yeah, at one point, yeah, and that's that's what I love. It was like, he was loving it and he looked at me and I'm just there like, 
This okay, is okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's. I'll take that bit out. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> just see your brain going into just like, like what's what's <laughs> that? Can I cancel us? No. Okay, it's fine. Yeah. So. <laughs> just consistent notepad of oh. Mark X minute <laughs> seconds. Oh, yeah. Some of them would literally just be scribbles. But... <laughs> Scribble. <laughs> but even if it did, yeah. you can edit it out, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I always true. have this, um, like whenever I get nervous about talking to a guest, which is pretty much every episode we've done so far, hmm. I get like halfway through or where we are now and I'm like, why am I nervous? I edit this. If I don't like to, <laughs> I, say, I can take it out. Like, I'm in that's, control. <laughs> that's the beauty though, isn't it? And if you sound bad, you can fix it even better. So that's like the... The, the beauty of it. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 Well, there's been bits of the conversation where Sean's like, oh, take like... Take that out, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah, that's staying. No, nope. that's staying in. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and whatnot. Um, biscuit laugh. So that's, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to ask, like, because we've just had it right here, because we're doing this through Zoom, mm. and we should probably talk about, you know, the world. Like, you get like these little pauses and these awkward moments doing the podcasts over Zoom. Now, how was that adjustment period for yourself? Oof. Well, if I'm being deadly honest. Um, the first few like weeks and months adjusting from pre-pandemic to this COVID world was stressful as fuck. <laughs> um, so thank God. So the way we do it is we've always had things lined up in advance. Like, as I said, we started, we already had five episodes ready before we even put the first one out. And then, you know, we just collected along Stay the way. Ahead. Yeah, it's the best way to do, especially like this. You know, we put one out every week, and fuck, you know, it's yeah, a lot man. of work. It's a lot of work behind I the scenes. I can't imagine how you do, um, like keep on top of it. Oh yeah, it's it, I've yeah I've had some breakdowns, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but um, but yeah, just adjusting to it. I mean, we were lucky enough that we had I think three or four um, guests already recorded before the lockdowns happened so i think there was um the inkling of things were gonna like be shut down um i was in romania on a journalism trip and then we i came back um like isolated for two days and then met up with him um we literally drove around murtha in his car and um just recorded like the ins and outs for like four weeks worth of stuff um in different car parks <laughs> like literally literally just like well let's just get these done because of the other original thing it was like oh you're gonna be locked down for three weeks and then it'll be fine yeah. and we we're like right Everyone well well if it's an extra week we've got it sorted and then we'll reconvene um and it turns out bollocks so <laughs> I, in that time, I was like, because we always said from day one, we never wanted to do anything through Zoom or online over the mm. phone or anything, because it takes that kind of connection away with it. Well, that's yeah. what we thought at least. Yeah, I completely. Um, you know, and, unless like Lady Gaga phones us up and it's like, oh, well, I want to chat, then we might make some time for it, you know? <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I was like, we were terrified of that. And it was like, well, we're going to have to adapt. And I spent ages researching um what to use because like zoom was about but not a lot of people were using it like that's when it started picking yeah. up popularity and i was like oh sorry skype and and whatnot and found all these settings and things you could do with zoom as i'm sure you guys are aware and then um 
just kind of played with that then and I think there was a kind of like an adjustment for the first few weeks then um just like with audio quality and whatnot because I was very worried in the sense of like I didn't want it to sound and quality wise because like obviously with my background on the radio I'm such an audio nerd that I didn't want anyone to who'd listened to like the first 70 episodes or whatever then listen to this one and it sounds so bad or yeah. different yeah. they just like oh they've lost it or like oh this sounds really you know scrap this and move yeah. on um so yeah i was worried so much but thankfully we worked some stuff out the first one we did over um zoom was with bert mccracken from the used which is like one of my emo idols <laughs> um so like guys we didn't get to do it in the flesh because i would have loved to have met him but like that was a cool one to do well i'm not gonna we're not gonna say no to bert so let's yeah. do this and see what happens and it went well and we got our comedy across and we got our style of things and it's been a it's been an adjustment since but i think that was the the big the big thing for me was like fuck how is this going to sound how is this is it going to be completely different and you know editing it and putting stuff together you would think would be easier for zoom but it's a lot harder just because i still wanted to have that um authentic authenticity as like the first few episodes so if yeah, you've been absolutely. with us yeah, since yeah. day one or you listen to one now and then you go back it's not going to be like oh this is weird on the ear um but yeah we've been lucky i think that the the good thing about it though is like this last year we've been able to talk to some guests that i don't think we would have um in person just because of like their availability and like where they live and stuff so um there's people like john feldman who's such an iconic producer and he's always busy and um you know um matt good from from first to last like he never tours really anymore um matt cutchell from those emos not dead videos probably one of the my favorite ones we've ever done um and no he's just based in la like you know he doesn't travel like that might change now because he's starting up a band and that yeah. single they put out is insane um but yeah like I look back now of the guests we've had in, in this last year, especially, and I'm like pretty proud of, of what we've been able to do in, in a in a Zoom world. But yeah, that adjustment, that, that first adjustment period, I I not gonna lie, shut my pants a little bit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is this is where I, this is where I make my money now. See see how um, <laughs> see how I do with this. But no, I'm I'm think it's sounding pretty good, so I'm um, I'm happy with it overall. Yeah, it was a yeah. seamless transition for listeners, but for you, it was a, a mental breakdown. Well, that's the thing, because, and I say this to a lot of, like, our patrons and stuff, or just people who, like, message us about episodes, because, like, I'm always interested to see what other people think of it. Not, not for, like, a you know, ego reason, but just literally because we spend so much time obsessing over things and, yeah, like, the littlest of details and whatnot, that... Mm. There's some stuff people are just going to overlook. It's just not going to like be apparent to them. So like, there's little things like that. Well, does it sound okay? Does it sound weird? Does you know? I mean, uh, Sean's using a different mic now because you know, yeah. is that all right? Like what? And you don't want to rooms and yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. I think that's the thing as well because you kind of don't want it to be like a weird atmosphere. You want it to kind of be like natural, yeah. so it just sounds like they're they're in a room you're not thinking oh this is done over zoom or whatever um but like those little details people don't realize so like there's so many things like i stress over that i don't think people like pick up on so it's um yeah it's it's, it's nice to see people 
then share it and be like, oh, awesome episode, whatever. Because you're like, okay, fine. Mm. Must yeah. be okay. Must be possible. So, yeah. But I'm, I'm proud of how everything's, everything's turned out. It's that outside perspective that makes you go, like, you can relax. You're doing things the right yeah. way. Um, before it did transition, were you doing similar to what we did? Was, like, who's in this area? For us, it was who's touring through Manchester. Let's see mm. if we can, you know, wait outside or organize something. And then yeah. this happened and we were like, oh, who can you think <laughs> of? They're probably available. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the thing, right? And especially when this all started and everyone across the world was in a lockdown at the same time, when people were like, oh, yeah, they're, they're not available. Well, they are because they're in the fucking houses. <laughs> we know where they are. Yeah. They're in the houses. Yeah. That's not an I know, excuse anymore. I know our more crossings just come out on the Switch, <laughs> but fuck, Mark Hoppus, answer my email. Um, but yeah, no, so yeah, it's pretty similar to that. I think what we were lucky enough with as well is um so we would look at obviously who's ever come to cardiff and south wales and that kind of general area but sean's um a dj as well so he you know goes to nightclubs up and down the country and doing different stuff i think that's how he recorded with you he was doing one Correct. for Del- deadbolt yeah. right yeah, um and yeah so like there was little things like that as well where we were looking like okay well who's coming over is Sean in if Sean's in Manchester on this date is there any gigs is there anything going on as well um as Raiders are they playing who are they where are they playing is there anyone touring with is there a festival whatnot um so it's that kind of thing but yeah like months in advance I'd be um looking at who's playing where and then um trying to organize things and and whatnot because pre-pandemic as well we had a lot of things in the calendar booked for like months in advance when bands were coming over for tours and festivals and stuff. And then all those got canceled and we were like, okay. Um, and the, like their management and stuff were like, Oh, well it's getting rescheduled for September. So should we just do it then? Yeah, it's fine. And, <laughs> and you're sat here. How like, naive. <laughs> yeah. How naive was everyone back then? Oh yeah. Yeah. September. Oh yeah. We'll we're just doing, we'll just do a Christmas. No, we won't. Oh yeah. It's just an Easter holidays. Oh, yeah, we're just, back yeah, in three weeks. Oh, yeah, three weeks. weeks. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's three weeks. <laughs> um but yeah like yeah there's a lot of um like organization behind everything and looking at who was where and stuff but but we used to um but the good thing with us is we get a lot of offers as well like that's something i'm really thankful about is that it seems that a lot of um guests but like bands management and prs and booking agents and all that um listen to us and know that they kind of bands or whatever and enjoy coming on and having a chat with us so yeah you know we'll have things in advance and like it's the same now like i've got notebooks and notebooks of dates and who of like the podcast and who's got albums out and who's announcing things and who hasn't announced things and when the announcements are I, i've got so much stuff that you know it's not in the public eye um and just kept like and just kept the log of everything because we, that's how work it out and i think that's much easier now because there was a point there was a point during the first bits of lockdown where um you know all those dates were gone like because yeah. of everything it was yeah, like, yeah. right so we were you're bouncing from like a few weeks ahead at a time but now it's a few months so that's um the best the best way to do it in, in my opinion so with you saying that, Morgan, is that why you've got that virtual background? Because what I'm picturing in your room is just a string. <laughs> from wall That's to what. Wall. See, yeah, literally. Like so I've, I've, 
I've gone for Michael Scott because <laughs> I've got like all the conspiracy theories of when bands yeah, are releasing albums behind me. I don't want to give anything away because I can I can get all insider that. information. I get yeah, it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's the so. thing off um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <Do you laughs> <know what>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the thing is, you joke. I've literally like, I've got notepads like that where I've literally be like writing down and then going to another one and writing that <laughs> down and turned around upside down. Yeah. That's one thing that we've been in awe of Sapnin is like we've burnt out two or three times on this. Two or three times. We only do it bi-weekly. So in my head, Mm. I'm like, how the fuck does Morgan and Sean stay on top? (laughs) Week to week to week. It's insane. The better question is how do they put up with each other week to week? How has Sean killed Morgan? Um, Yeah, but like, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. It does mean a lot because like, yeah, I think we easily could have burned out at times as well. And I think we've easily could have just been like, fuck it, we're not putting one out this week. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, since doing this, there's a lot of things that have happened in our personal lives for both myself and him and, and whatnot. And we've you know, faced some really like hard times, but we didn't want to let that affect anything. And but like yeah, it's just it's just weird. And I think it's just kept for me, it's kept me going for a lot of stuff as well because it's like I have this like alter- like I have this goal to do. I have this. I've like I know people are. Like, ugh, it sounds really egotistical, but like I know people enjoy it. Like I know people yeah. wait for an episode every Friday. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the last thing I would want is to take that away from them or like be cheeky with like you know they support us so much to to do this like we have a really wonderful patreon community i won't go on about it because you mentioned about it on every on every episode <laughs> but they um they like they help us with so they help us so much and they literally are so wholesome it like makes me cry at times with the amount of things yeah. they put in and how nice yeah. they are to each other and whatnot so the last thing i would want is them being so supportive to us and then us taking the piss and not putting an episode out like i know they were the mind and i know they'd be the first ones to be like Take don't, worry. don't worry about it yeah but it's just I, I would not want to be like, hi guys, we're not doing one this week. But it's you know I don't I, I don't blame you guys for like burning out because podcasting is very hard and I don't think a lot of people get that. But like, I'll flip it on you. Like what? How? <laughs> how? How is burning out like being for you? Because like what you what you think about it has made you guys burn out. So I know for me, um, October. Uh, I was working at home, so I just bought a house during lockdown. I actually had a space to edit and everything. So mm-hmm. I was working from home, and then we were recording podcasts of an evening. So I was still sat in this chair, staring at the same computer. Edit on the weekend, schedule it on Sunday. It'd be out on yeah. Monday, and I spent like seven days staring at a computer. Mm. And then October, we did a horror fest. So every week, oh, we fuck like, me. Bonus <laughs> it was like four hours. And I was like, nah, I'm done. Right. Okay. Watching those horror ones. So that's what burnt me out, definitely. Yeah. The 31 movies in October, I think, wow. uh, was it a big <laughs> pinnacle in that? I think for me personally, it was the whole spinning too many plates at the same time because with myself doing band stuff at the same time yeah yeah with the work stuff we try because we're trying to expand the podcast doing like different series and mm. s- video content and stuff like that i think i've got to the point where my brain was just like so you need to you need to, to sit about. down matt you need to <laughs> yeah. just chill out for about five minutes but do you, 
do you guys feel sometimes as well like you've had a really hard week and you've like got all these things done and you're like oh it's done it's out okay cool and then the next thing is like oh i gotta do it all over again in a minute yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why? Because we're not as smart as you and plan so far ahead. So mm. like, shit, there's one out next week, right? Come on, let's... Uh... Yeah, I but I only do that. It's not out of a smart thing. It's out of uh, knowing that I will literally overthink everything and panic because I'm yeah. that kind of person where it's like, oh yeah, we've got something scheduled in, but what if... Uh, what if it doesn't happen? Yeah. What if they don't turn up? What if... Uh, <laughs> what if something happens? You know, during, like anything. Like, and I'd be, I don't want to be like sitting there going, oh, sh- like, yeah, it's, fuck, it's where I'm going then? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, uh, yeah. So it's just out of that. It's just out of wanting to make sure that everything flows as naturally as it can. But I don't blame you for bringing out. Like, you look at all those parts, like, I've, I've said it before on, on Saturday and like, I, I feel like every time I do, like, it's like a, it's like a fuck. I'm like having a go with a podcast, but I'm not. But it's like I've seen like there's so many podcasts who just for some reason haven't put one out for a week yeah. or whatever, or you know they've had a little break. And you know, as long as you're like open about it and being able to talk to your audience or put you know something up there and be like, hey guys, like you know, it's a tough time. I think people understand. And like so, say there's no harm in doing that. Because it's it is a is really really hard work. I don't think a lot of people realize that. So no, I think you're right. But it goes not to suck podcast dick too much. But mm. it's the nice thing about it where it because it's DIY. People know there's something behind it. It's not just like mm. a, a company name or yeah. a publication. So yeah, it's well, like YouTube as you see them mm. understand. Like yeah, take time. It's okay. Yeah, you say that though. There is a couple of podcasts I know where the where. I know this person hires people and has got an editor and a oh, yeah. publicist. Mm-hmm. I know that I know I know that you <laughs> I know you're paying good money to these people. So why can't you just start <laughs> taking you like come on, you can find a like journey. So but it is what it is. I think a lot of yeah, especially in everything going on, we all need to look after our mental health and stuff first. So yeah, I don't blame you guys for that's one of the nice things about COVID. Uh if you know, if there is something nice, it's we're all a bit more <laughs> aware of how we're all doing. Watch where you're going there, bit. Why, what? <laughs> what are the nice things about COVID? <laughs> I do this a lot. <laughs> I got, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, I got you, dude. At least. more aware of how people are managing in life. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's times where I've felt really down this last year. And, like, as you, like, as you said, about trying to juggle everything because sometimes it's like oh my god oh, i gotta do this and i gotta do a fucking social post and i gotta do something for my account and i gotta do this and sometimes you just feel overwhelmed about whatnot and yeah, there's, there's been a few times i've just like well i'm just gonna keep quiet on the social media front and yeah have that that extra couple of hours obsessing about that i can sit down and you know chill out put yeah. it on netflix and it's important yeah, it is. It is. I think everyone needs to look after themselves as well. But I, I'm, I'm, I like the fact that everyone's having those conversations now because I don't think two years ago we would have. No, two years ago, no, I don't think a lot of people would have would have been so open about stuff. So, there's the thing with social media in terms of like promoting stuff and promoting content and trying to keep yourself regular. Because obviously, it's a thing of you have to be consistent. Mm. I find it so hard sometimes where I'm like, I really want to be brutally honest about how I'm doing at the minute. Yeah. And then you type something and then you go, I can't put that. I'm not that type of person to be like, 
oh, where is me? Where is my small violin so I can yeah. learn about my problems? Let's press that practice space. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Have a good Friday. Okay, but, there we go. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Do you think then sometimes you like you feel false for posting something and just yes. being like, everything is great? Like, Because yeah. I've done that, and I felt like I look back on the post, and I'm like, oh, that caption's a bit shit because it's not really what I'm feeling. But then you don't want to be like, Hi guys, never Monday. So, and it's if it's as well with me being in a band and not much happening Mm. with the world of music in general in certain aspects, especially if you're like a smaller band and I won't go on about that stuff. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, but like when you've got nothing going on per se, but then you're like, oh, but I need to post. But then you're like, well, what's my identity outside of this? Yeah. Then you're like, oh, I'll just take a picture of my guitar. And it's like, yeah. well, wh- why are you posting a picture of your fucking guitar if you've got nothing to say? Like, there's nothing new that I'm adding to my post. So I'm going mm. on the run here, but this, no, is, no, no, this, is, no, this is the <laughs> thing. Like, I, like, I've tried to say this to some friends and they're like, what the fuck are you want? Just post a fucking <laughs> self. And you're like, but, yeah, but like, what? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Saturday again, wee! <laughs> Every day's a Saturday yeah. lockdown, really, isn't it? I mean, what's... Uh, so, no, I feel I you. S- I, totally I say feel let's it. lean into it on socials. I'm going to be as negative as possible. <laughs> Bad news is good. That's the ultimate... But then that's more emo, so technically, you know, it's aesthetic, isn't it? So, nice. <laughs> on point. On brand, let's you do are. it. You are. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it at the minute. And I've got to the point now, I'm just like, do you know what? I'm not... Unless it's something to do with... A new episode being out, or mm. I'm enjoying this song on the, on my Instagram story, something like that. I don't necessarily want to post much because I've not mm. got anything to add that will go. This you should like this picture because because me there's nothing. There's yeah. nothing wholesome about it. And I'm having this issue with the minute where if you have like here's a guitar, here's your missus, here's your dog, here's some food and all that, no one would give a fuck about it. But yet, if it's one consistent theme. Mm. people care and it's like but that doesn't yeah. mean anything but then it's not that people care it's instagram's algorithm curse oh yeah yeah you know. but, it's, but like i see, see it's interesting you say that and i know I, I overthink these things i spend way too much time on that anyone listening to this is thinking this dude's obsessed with instagram <laughs> this is <laughs> like, it's okay <laughs> no no but like there's there's bits where um like i don't want to like on my accounts like sometimes i feel not bad, but I feel annoying being like, hey, this is the podcast. Hey, this is the podcast. Hey, this is a new podcast. Hey, this is the podcast. Like, by the way, did you listen to the podcast? Because there's a new one. Like, all the time. <laughs> so I feel like if I spread it out and I was like, podcast is out, here's me looking moody for some reason, something else. There's a podcast. I, it breaks it up. And I I don't know. But, like, pe- but as you said, who, really anyone care about like me <laughs> no. posting? Like, I think just think stuck everyone. in moody? Like, I think everyone overthinks it because you saying that outside perspective here, I don't get that impression at all of like, hey, this right, podcast, okay. hey, this podcast, I get no. yeah, like, yeah. oh, sick, another mm. something. I think it's that overthinking though, isn't it? Because I think like you just see what you're doing, like, and then yeah, like you know, Barry from Essex who follows you is not really like keeping up to date with every single thing you post and how you post it. He's yeah. just looking, oh, cool, like, and what, whatever. So. Yeah, I've had to remind myself sometimes, like, oh, just calm down with it. Like, do do what, <laughs> do what you feel. Like, do whatever makes you happy. Like, don't 
start thinking, right, I need to take 75 photos now for the next three months. And then... <laughs> Yeah, no, no one should think about their Instagram like that, should they? No, no. Here's the photo shoot. <laughs> one thing I did want to ask is, like, all the bands you do speak to, have you ever felt imposter syndrome, like, sat there being like, how is this happening? Or Yeah, like, it's a weird one with me, because I think I've been doing it for so long, but what... I always try to portray, and I think you know anyone who listens to Sapnin will see that with me, is that like, you know, if if it's a big deal for me that a guest is on, I will say, like, I'll like do a joke and I'll be like, oh my god, like fangirling or whatever, because I don't want to just sit there and be like, oh yeah, you know, it's another band, whatever. Cause like the, the way I've always looked at this since I like once I started doing journalism and the radio and everything is like, you know every like if you take bands for example every band is someone's favorite band and i'd hate to be that dick who does the fucking worst interview ever with them yeah so and doesn't matter what it's for like and you know so i've always looked at stuff as like right if they were my favorite band what would i want to know why like what's so intriguing about them what's so thing like what's what's an element of their story that separates them from another band in this scene like what have they done that is going to entice people to be like oh that's interesting well I'll, I'll listen to their records and stuff um and like like when i like when i look back it's like mental and i do get excited about certain stuff and like there's a lot of like the guests we've had on and it's just been like again if you told 16 year old me all this was happening and like majority of the guests follow me on instagram or i've got their number or like i've kept in touch with me like after i'd be like going insane like dreaming it's 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 that it's that whole element of stuff and like you know taking back sunday are my favorite bands right and we went to bristol to record an episode with them with adam and john and you know there's bits where i'm just like you know sat this you know me and sean them two and their tour manager just sitting on the bus chatting about life and there's a little bit to me where I'm just like, eh? <laughs> I was... That's Adam Mazzara there. He's written all those lyrics you used to scream to yourself in your bedroom. Like, <laughs> like you know, th there is that bit. And I, I want to appreciate it because I think a lot of people, like Sean mentions all the time, like how he used to get jaded in the industry and it was like, oh, whatever. And I think a lot of journalists and stuff can do that because they, you know it's just a deadline to them or it's just a whatever and it's, cl it's clicks it's you know views what wh wherever they're looking at um but yeah like i wanna i, I always try to have that, that perfect middle because as i said i'm a music fan before anything so i want to put on a good you know interview and conversation with them but i also want to be like you know like right. matt willis like oh, yeah. yeah matt willis i said to him like you know, Buster's my first gig in 2003 or wherever it was in Newport Centre. Like, I can remember it. I remember going to that gig. So you want to be like, well, that's a big deal because I know a lot of people my age, they were his first gigs as well. Like, yeah. Buster got people into this kind of music because it was that gateway between wherever it was in the charts and Blink-182. Like, so I understand, like, I understand that. I understand that, like, Dashboard Confessional is a band that I've, like, cry to a lot like i've grown up with 
like Charlie Simpson's career. I've grown up with McFly's career and the different albums and now they've changed. I've changed. Like, um, so, and then if it's not someone like that for me, I like, well, I know it is for someone listening. So I don't want to be that kind of, Oh yeah. Okay. Um, what's your favorite color? Uh, cool. You want know, <laughs> yeah. to, you want to be like, well, what this record or, or wherever, but Oh, there's been some insane moments. Like Adam Lazara, um, after we did the interview, it's just little things. Like we we did we got off the bus and we got a photo and we were posing on the tour bus. And Sean always takes the piss out of me because um, like now I've got my hair up, right? Um, it's quite long, but I'll for those photos, I'll get it down and sort it out. But it takes it takes like a minute or two to be right. So there's always this awkward bit of me like getting it down and sorting myself <laughs> out, making sure it's, <laughs> making sure it's all okay. Yeah, cool. Um and Sean was taking a piss, like he just thought he just naturally does it now and he was doing it. And Adam Lazara was just like, Yeah, it is a lot of effort, isn't it? And like we just have a full-blown conversation about like long hair and having to put up with it. And I'm just like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah you you wrote some songs mine didn't you yeah I've, yeah <laughs> you wrote some songs mine makes them sure yeah. oh my god yeah but yes you know, Adam just, from Taking Back yes, Sunday yes Adam from Taking Back Sunday thank you for appreciating my long hair yeah that's a weird sentence yeah. um, it's, it's like the Wayne's World moment it's like we're not worried yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there's like there's been bits as well where like you know we started and I remember um me sitting in a room um backstage at a venue and it was literally me, Sean, Dougie from McFly, and the drummer from Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> I was just like What? Uh fourteen year old me would be like, How the <laughs> fuck am I in this room? Like are you <laughs> Okay. <laughs> What's then, the connections here? <laughs> yeah, sweet. Okay. Yeah, a different part, like it's different chapters for me. It's like different chapters of my life. And um, there's loads, there's, there's loads of little things like that. And um, we've got some really cool stuff coming up in a, in a few weeks' time as well. And there's one that I'm going to be going crazy about that I didn't think we'd get to do. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I, I just like to have that that moment because it's like, I remember going to, you know, Merthyr to see Taking Back Sunday when I was 18. I remember, um, it, like, even in the point with, like, Alid and, you know, and, and Sean, in many res- respects, with, like, you know, with Kids and Glass Houses and The Blackout and We Are The Ocean, Canterbury, all these bands that, you know, 16-year-old me literally lived at their gigs at one point. Yeah. Like, even though I'm in a position now somehow where, like, I consider, like, Alid and liam like acquaintances and friends mm. like i remember when i was 16 and like i was listening to smart casual on re- repeat for like weeks on it like yeah so i want to i want to have that connection i want to feel that and be like yo this this record meant that much to me and or this band meant so much to me i want to do it justice and not just like play it over like oh yeah it's just another it's just another band it, it's i probably really ranted weirdly on like no, no, with, that, no, no. with that but it's just like yeah, there's it's just it's just moments, but um, it's all about moments to me. And again, like I don't want to look back on it in like 10, 20 years time and be like, oh, I wish I'd you know then I wish I'd appreciated them more. I wish I'd like you know taken that extra time or those extra photos or like actually yeah. told people how much it means and and stuff. And I think I've always done that because like um, quick side story and like 
shut me off if I'm going too long. But a um, nope. couple couple of years ago, um, I was very lucky enough to do. Um, so I'm a massive wrestling fan, and I was lucky enough to cover WrestleMania two years in a row. Once in um, New Orleans, and then New York the year after, and once was for the radio, and the year after was for the Mirror, and they were like insane experiences. Like I'd never been to America before since being a little kid. I'd always wanted to go out there in general. And I'd always wanted to go to a wrestling show. Um, I'd always like joked like, oh, if I won the lottery, I would like ticket for WrestleMania would be there. And I got to do it twice um, as press, like as proper, like yeah. allocated things. And, you know, being invited by the WWE for um, like a stupid amount of things that week. And doing interviews with all these wrestlers and being like, it's WrestleMania, man. Why are you talking yeah. to me? Like, it's re- this re- WrestleMania is Sunday. It's Friday. You're, why are you talking to me? You, you've got a match of it. Like, whoa. Like, yeah, you need to concentrate. <laughs> like, dreaming. And like, it's moments like that where I just be like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm going out to America to work. And I know people who are a bit like that. And it's like, all right, but that, it means a lot more to me because literally, I, since I was like, Eight, I remember watching Buddy, The Undertaker, and John Cena, and all this, on and being like, one day, I'm one day. That's what I want to do. I, I, I want to yeah. go there and watch it. And then, like, you're there, and you're getting all the special treatment. And the, and I've got some amazing stories from from those two years in particular. But one that is really like the best is, um, WrestleMania 35, uh, 2019 was in the New Jersey, uh, in New Jersey Stadium, but it's like where the new New York Jets play. Um, right. So proper NFL stadium, right? Yeah. Amazing thing. Because um, I was working for the Mirror, I had even more special treatment. And they gave us a proper, like, um, hospitality thing watching it, right? Um, so there's, like, a press box right at the top. as posh as hell. And there's, like, goodie bags for everyone on these tables and, like, free food and there's drinks and all this. And you've got all these journalists, you know, working for all these like major tabloids and publications. I could see feel myself being like, check this out. Like all that. I have a goodie bag, I'm going on there. I'm like, oh my god, there's a free shirt. Like, I was like, oh, that t-shirt, like this t-shirt in there, there's a hat, there's a program and all that. And I'm looking at it going, Well, I was gonna buy that t-shirt for forty dollars. The hat was twenty, the program was ten. So this is like seventy dollars of set, like, oh, I'm just happy. I did an I did an Instagram live on the Sapnin account. Um for for that mania just in the press box just being like look where i am <laughs> and people just, all these other journalists just being like all right cool um so i just i i literally um bar up for as much for as as long as i could and when just before the show started um they'd given us tickets as well but like they like wanted you to stay in the press box because you know kind of thing yeah and like yeah i could have fancy food and all that but i was like it's not gonna be the same atmosphere. So I literally just ran down into the thing and had my seat. And that is like that to me is the perfect story and example of getting to live my dream but being professional as well. Like I did all the cool stuff and the fancy bit and like you know, checked in and whatnot and shook hands with people who work for the company and stuff, which is insane anyway. But then I was just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be that wrestling fan now. I'm gonna run down and live my dreams as a 10-year-old. Where I could have just sat there and just yeah, you know, been like writing there on my laptop and been like, okay, cool. It's like, so there, I'll stay up late and send it as soon as I can. Like, I want to enjoy this. 
and that's that's the method i want to do with every like everything like that so yeah like take it back sunday the use lost profits like this like from from all of them to kissing glass houses mallory knox and we are the ocean like everyone we've had on i try to appreciate it because like it's it's a moment in time for them and i'm sure well the majority of the guests we've had have effect, affected me in my life somehow anyway so yeah just try to um make the most of it i love how you how you get it how you just understand <laughs> that concept because i mean with us it's been the same where even some of the podcasts where it's been like Ryan McCombs from Soil, like mm. four-year-old me who yeah. used to watch Scuzz yeah. and watch La Viva La Bam and Jackass and stuff yeah. like that. And then you're just speaking to him in the Star and Gara in Manchester whilst he does a solo show. And we're yeah. just sat there chilling by the bar. Mm. It's like these moments are special. Like you should appreciate this because there'll be someone in the area who's gone and watched him because he's a a fan of yeah. his work and would yeah. die for that opportunity and you're yeah. getting it just to sit down with him for 20 minutes have a nice chat talk about whatever but just don't make it a boring conversation it's it, it's great it's, yeah. it's just an awesome time it's something to, that you should always appreciate i think yeah. that's the thing as well like even if soil didn't mean that much to you like i remember like i remember i was either period where i was obsessed with halo and like a few of the records and stuff i loved the way he like his vocals were on some like on songs and stuff but like you know i wasn't obsessed with soil but like that like for me i would have been like oh there was like there was two years where i was really like into him so you know you could easily just like okay whatever but I don't want to be like that. Like, I'm not blowing smoke up at these people's asses. I'm not, like, as soon as they come on, we're not being like, yeah, yeah, Sean, whatever. Um, I loved you when I was 15. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not doing that. If it yeah. no. if it's necessary and I feel like it makes a point about something, I'll, you know, I'll mention it and I'll say I'm fangirling in the intros and stuff before we get into the interviews. But, yeah, I don't, like, I know, I, I, I see other people do it. I see other people who do podcasts and interviews and journalists and whatever, and they're like, acting smug about stuff and it's just like mm. oh yeah whatever and it's like yeah okay cool like but to me if the vast looks like the magic's gone for you so why are you doing it yeah like yes yeah. you're just doing it because you've that for the sake of it now is it is it an ego thing is it like whatever like for me i'm like oh sweet we got fred from fred mascherino coming on like who was on those like two best selling taking back Sunday records. Like, yeah. yes, I will ask you all the things I've ever wanted to know about those two records. Thank you very much. Like <laughs> go like, take those opportunities. Like, why not? Yeah. Like I, I like and just value yeah. the time and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, mean there's, that there's a case in point with that where me and Matty spoke to Luke from Low Lives. Mm. Now Go back to 2011, 2012. We was at the back of Manchester Academy One waiting to meet members of Lost Profits. But like, nice. you yeah. are my favorite band. You yeah. like, you influenced everything I write. And we bumped into Luke as these little scrawny kids and got this picture of him, which looks fucking horrendous these days. And then we're like, but we're sat here with you now mm. having a professional conversation about your experience within this yeah. vast industry yeah. of different things and your know, different bands and keeping consistent and stuff like that. It was like, a, it was just such a nice full circle moment. Yeah. But even like, you know, 
to credit to you guys to get into that space now where you know you can interview some of your heroes or people like that that meant a lot to you like you're not just being like okay whatever like you'll take you you realize how important that is because you were that 15 year old kid waiting for lost profits to finish the set to get a photo with the guys like you know so many people were so i just don't get people who would who try to think like shove things off if as if it doesn't matter but um but mentioning luke well yeah what a nice what a lovely chap one of yeah. the nicest humans i've ever met in the world um he's always been great with me i've done a lot of stuff with him over the years um yeah and he always keeps in touch about stuff as well he's always like dropping comments on instagram things and sending messages and whatnot he's um yeah he's a lovely. wholesome fella wholesome he's, fella. he's one of my favorite humans up there with with Stu as well um, yeah. Well, this is what I was going to mention as well because I was on about this with uh, Pierce in the other day. Where I re-listened to the Stew episode. Okay. I've still got to say that's probably one of my favorite podcast episodes. Period. Oh, Just wow. <laughs> not not for in terms of the topics because it was quite. Mm somber at some points but in terms of like just the overall energy of the conversation how you all bounced off each other how it was still at points even though there was some dark points it was still yeah. really light-hearted and others and you had, could have a laugh and it was like just friends meeting up like you were just having there with a pint hmm. it was just like it was the perfect balance between both elements where you still yeah. got these important stories and like how he's moved on from that time and stuff like that. But mm. yeah, he was still having a laugh about fucking Andrew WK saying, <laughs> of the gym, I do weights. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, um, yeah, that's, that's probably my favourite episode we've done for obvious reasons. And as you said, it gets really dark, but like, I think that just meant a lot to so many people. And I think Stu really wanted to have that conversation with us and that's a that's what i love about what me and sean do is it's that trust yeah. we have for those people like there, there's been a handful of episodes um where you know not only are they cool about coming on but like they've given us real trust with stuff that like you know kerrang and rock sound and all that could probably give them a big feature yeah. about but they're not doing it maybe with that whole with that kind of mindset of being aware of the situation is more like you know what the clicks are and what the the selling of uh, and whatnot but like yes yeah, Stu, i would say like this stuff like Stu, um liam from we are the ocean sam from mallory knox um there's there's a host of those ones where like it's really raw but obviously the the Stu richardson one is um is uh f- for other reasons is is you know, a, a bigger deal. And it was the first time we talked about anything like that with what happened with profits in the end. And um, I'm just, I'm just really thankful that he felt like we were the perfect place for him to, to open up with. Like, obviously he's got a huge history with Sean as well. And uh, I've, yeah. I've lucky enough that I've got to do some stuff with um, him and build up a relationship prior and um, a few of the guys in no devotion um quick funny story i actually um not not a lot of people know this because i don't really get to like talk about it that much but um before no devotion actually announced they were a thing right i um gave them all a little scare 
and really annoyed um, their management because um, I did an interview with the radio with Jeff Rickley in like 2014, 2013 or wherever it was. And there was inklings at that time that like the guys might be doing something, but like no one knew what it was. And there was one rumor I'd heard from people in the industry, like in, in like, well, like the Welsh scene and stuff yeah. that Jeff Rickley was involved, but like, it wasn't said like no one knew he was singing and all that. So he was, oh, anyway, he was over doing a, an acoustic thing for like um, trying to promote Vans Warped Tour over here to see if they could bring it over here properly. Because right. I did like a couple in London and whatnot. Um, and yeah, he came in, he did a acoustic session where we were talking about his career and stuff. So I asked about this and he like opened, like he talked a lot about like his, like him seeing of what, what happened and him wanting to help the guys and stuff. Yeah. And that turned into like into a ma- like massive scoop. And there were so many <laughs> um, public, because it was the first time anything had been said after yeah. like what happened. And um, there were so many publications reporting this, like reporting on it and getting the story and stuff. And I'd had like stupid amount of phone calls from big, like, like I was having my haircut and Rachel one phoned me saying like, <laughs> can we use the interview? And I was like, what? And you know, and stuff. And um, it's funny because many years later, um, so that, but yeah, that blew up, <laughs> and it helped me so much in my journalism career and stuff. And I owe Jeff so much for that. Um, but it's weird because, like, like a few a little bit of time later, when No Devotion were a band, they played the first gig in Cardiff, and no word of a lie. And this is probably one of my weirdest moments ever. Um, Stu came over to me. And was like, are you Morgan? And I was like, oh shit, he's either going to be like, <laughs> bro. Like, <laughs> and he was like, and he told me he'd listened with his wife and they were like scared as hell because they thought I was going to like, because obviously they weren't ready to talk about anything and I, mm. I was going to blurt her out and whatnot. And he said like, I loved my energy and and everything. And his wife said to him, oh, if you go, when you go over to there, if you meet this guy, take a photo. So he asked for a photo of me <laughs> and no devo- no devotion's first gig and sent it to his wife and like i'm just like what like that don't make sense like and, <laughs> and like all the and i've had a great relationship with all the, all of those guys since you know uh, with lee mike jamie um Stu and, and 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 luke and obviously jeff i owe so much to jeff rickley it's ridiculous um what a, a, another amazing beautiful human um but yeah so like that was cool for me as well because it was full circle as like I had that little I gave that scare yeah boys uh, but then you know Stu's comfortable enough to sit down with us two and know that you know we're friends and you know Sean like they go back decades yeah and then yeah, yeah. he knows I'll do a good job as well and it's not we're not trying to fish out for a line that's it isn't it yeah. a clickbait it's yeah you know tell, tell us what you're not gonna push you. Like tell tell us about it. Tell us your side of it. I don't wanna I don't wanna know about Dr. Dickhead. That's you know, just to talk <laughs> about your talk about your side of it. Like what how Absolutely. was that for you? Because that's the thing, there's so many people to this day, and I think don't don't realize the effect they had on them. Like they, no, they for those boys and their families and their kids and everything. Cause um one of my proudest things to ever come from the podcast in that episode. Um, it sounds so small, but it really means a lot because of how big Lost Profits were for for me in my life and everyone, that whole Welsh 
scene is um, we used so the title of that episode is episode 54, Stuart Richardson, No Devotion slash Lost Profits. And so many people message us saying, thank you so much for saying Lost Profits on there and taking yeah. claim for that name back. Mm-hmm. And I was so overwhelmed by stuff like that. Like I, I went to a few gigs after that all happened and um, like nights out and stuff and rock clubs in Cardiff and people and even people like, who like you know do stuff in the industry would like would say to me like oh my god like that was not only is with our episode but like they felt closure for us taking that name back and being like lost profits like yeah. don't like i know what happened is absolutely disgusting and it's the worst breakup of a band ever yeah. but just because of that we can't you know dismiss everything that band did for us for everyone involved like if it wasn't for lost profits i wouldn't be here sat and talking to you I wouldn't be doing the podcast with Sean. Sean yeah. wouldn't be doing anything. The Blackout wouldn't have been a band. So, like, none of, like he would have never done music. So how far back does that go? How many people have all that band's inspired? How many bands of profits given that break to? How many careers are there? How many booking agents? How many tour managers? How many guitar tech? It all adds up. And, like, that's my, one of my proudest things ever is we got to do that. We got to have the conversation with him. Um, it wasn't just, like, start right then what happened we talked about yeah. life we talked about where he was up to we joked about event about thursday because that's who he was playing with at the time opened up for my chem on the reunion show and calling jared wade garant because that was why his welsh name would be and <laughs> you know like it's just little things like that and then we get to the elephant in the room and then we talk about other stuff and i asked him then if he Ever if he had did get an offer to join 30 seconds to Mars, and then he was like, Well, we can't talk about that. And then <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, no, he did he did talk about it. Um, but um yeah, that's probably my favorite episode, it's just that trust. And um I think I'm right in saying it's our most lit well, no surprise, it's our most ever listened to episode. So no, absolutely. I can I can understand that. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no yeah. i think that's the, i think that's the beauty of that episode that's why i'm happy with saying that's probably one of my favorite podcasts like in general i have to i might as well give you credit for it now where pearson asked me to do this podcast with him and i was like i have never listened to a podcast in my life <laughs> so <laughs> there was two yeah. that so ironically that was at the same time that episode one and two came out of Saturday. Oh, wow okay it was, I remember listening to Armchair Expert, with the Dak Shepherd podcast. It was like an episode with uh, Zach Braff on it. Oh, okay, yeah. So I was like, right, I want the dog. I'll listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to listen to number one, two, and then three came out by the time I'd started listening to oh, Satin. Nice. So it was them three with Alid from Kids in Glass Houses, which was like, I finished the episode with the Kids in Glass Houses episode and I was like, I need to do this now. Like, <laughs> this is, this is, I need to just have a conversation about being creative and just talking in general. I think, because yeah. I think that, because I did write in for a music magazine, but it was just doing reviews and I was just like, this is not wholesome. I enjoy mm. discussing, but they were like, you can't say I, you have to say we there's no personality to, to it. Yeah. It was just more like, this is just a statement. This is not 
giving your opinion. This is not having a conversation with someone. I think this is what's so wholesome about having a podcast in general is that you can have them conversations where it's not a tick sheet to talk about promotion on an album. It's have a conversation and it's natural and it's getting people out into a comfort zone where they feel comfortable just to have a normal conversation. Because like you said, the, the way it comes across sometimes is that people just want something to put as a headline or as a clickbait yeah. title or something like that. Yeah. But where if you come from a genuine perspective of actually just having a decent human interaction, it actually benefits a lot more. And I think that's what you two do so beautifully with it, which was what was so enjoyable when we spoke to Sean all that time ago where it was just us three in a living room. Credit to Tom. <laughs> where yeah, was, you, where it was, um, <laughs> we just sat and we had a conversation about the motorway and Limp Biscuit and yeah. everything else, and it was just nice to have that sort of interaction. Yeah, well, well, thank you, man. Thank you so much for the kind words. But that's why I think it's so good about like long form media and podcasting and everything is that you get to have those conversations and you get to it makes it more real because like Sean says it a lot is. One thing he really enjoys it is that he it, it kind of gets to show that all these big rock stars, there are people at the end of the day as well. Like you know, they all get stuck in their car on the fucking motorway. Like we've all like <laughs> we've all done we've all done stuff like that. Um, and so like you wouldn't have that in open up a magazine. It's not like oh you know, it's the first thing. It's not like from the used was stuck in his car for half an hour <laughs> and he hates it blah, 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 blah. like you know but on a podcast it's a laugh it's funny it's funny <laughs> you know and, and as you said with reviews like i've done my fair share and you know it gets like tedious after a while doesn't it like and it's better and when you send it off to i've had it with have sent stuff off the editors and they've taken stuff out and i was like yeah but it doesn't make sense for the rest of what i've written now and i'm already yeah it. I'm like that my name on stuff and there's been some other reviews I've just taken the app so it'll paste and put as many puns and stuff as possible <laughs> I was like oh no don't I, one I always remember is printed in a magazine somewhere is I did a review with Ozzy Osbourne at Downloads Festival and the first line is crazy but that's how it goes <laughs> <laughs> you know but like you, that, that, you know you're lucky if you get to do something like that yeah, like sure. um, where like yeah you just get to have a laugh like and that's what separates good podcasts from bad podcasts i think is like you 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 guys get it you guys get that you just want to have a chat it's not like okay so you started in blah 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 tell us about your first gig or like you know there's times there's times like that is relevant you know if a band is like celebrating an anniversary and you're kind of like oh it's 10 years like you know it, it has its place but it's not just formula set formula questions copy and paste every yeah. week it's it's um you know trying to have a vibe trying to have a good time because the listeners see through that anyway mm. but have you ever had a i know we have like spoke to a band and they're just in interview mode because they're so used to it's the same questions <laughs> and there's a guard up but then like yeah. half an hour in you see them like realize like oh lower your guard because we're just chatting about driving on the motorway or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, we, yeah, we have. Um, and I've had a lot in my career as well, but I think what's so good about Sapnin is um, Sean and I combined of so many, oh, I don't want to say connections. I don't want like name drop or not, but like, you know, we know, there's people we know or we've had the experiences with before. And I'd say like the majority 
of our guests have been like if he if he doesn't know him, I know him, or like vice versa or whatnot. There is a chunk that of people we haven't met before. Um and I think they've all gone really well because I think they might be in that interview mode, but like after 10 minutes and you've got me and Sean arguing with each other and calling each other out and laughing (laughs) and stuff. And I say something wrong. He's like taking the piss or like he says something, I'm taking the piss. They're kind of like, oh, okay. Like it's not, it's just a laugh. And they join in. That's what I love as well. Like I've had a few people like take the piss out of me. I'm like, what are we doing? I'm just saying it. (laughs) What are we doing? Yeah. Um, you know, like Hot Milk are one for that. I love I love Hannah and Jim from Hot Milk so much because they are mischievous and, you know, they just call you out on stuff. Like Hannah was having a go at me because I got a um, underscore in my Instagram name, in my <laughs> yeah. uh, social media. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking not following anyone. I'm not following you if you've got an, like, an underscore in your name. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, because the, other, the one I want is just taken. So I had to put that at the end. Like, you know, it's... So yeah, I so think that's what's nice about it. Like you don't get that with anything else. No, yeah, you don't. No, you can't write that in a magazine. No, no. <laughs> can't. Can you? No. Morgan Richards has an underscore. Hannah <laughs> <laughs> me will not follow you if you've got an underscore. Like that's the that's headline. headline. Hannah me <laughs> underscores are out. Fuck underscores. <laughs> I'm gonna start a band called Underscore now just for that. It's probably a band called Underscore. I've said that Is- word too many times. Here's a question then. Do you actually play an instrument? Is it, do you is it or is it just an avid music fan? Oh, that's really good. Um, don't think I've talk, ever talked about this. Yeah, I, no. play, I, play, <laughs> I play guitar and I play bass cool. as well. Um play guitar for instance like 14, 13. Cool. Um yeah, when I was in high school, that was like the, the dream was me and my mate, we we're gonna start a band, we were gonna be famous musicians and we were gonna tour and just never happened. Could never find a drummer. That's why I took I took a bass in the end because we could never find people, and um, yeah, we right knew here. more drummers <laughs> than, than anything else. So like I've got a bass and I can play like the basics of most stuff on there, um, and it just never happened. Then um, I did I did some like open mics and acoustic stuff when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Can't sing for shit, but I tried it anyway. Um, and whatnot and again that was that was the original dream because i was obsessed with music and like i got i wanted to be i kind of wanted to be that like lead rhythm guitarist on the side of the like on the side of the band who shouts like all the like high like all the notes you don't really have to sing (laughs) there's just there's a shouty bits just they're not screaming they're doing just that little like um you know, John Nolan kind of vibe, but that's uh, that's their respect for John Nolan because he can't sing and he's a really good songwriter. Sorry, John, if you're listening, because I know he <laughs> listens. Of course, yeah, to every week, don't he? I can never, can never stop. Um, yeah. So then, I um realized that wasn't going to happen, and there was um, there, I started doing some work experience in radio, and it kind of led on from there, and I kind of fell in love with that side of it and like telling their stories and being like, Oh, well, I want to know this. And, you know, so, um, yeah, it's just kind of went from that, but yeah, I do play. It's just more of a relaxing thing and whatnot. Um, I have a good laugh of it. Don't know, like forever. Like I don't even like posting about it. Cause I feel like it's a bit like, Oh, but yeah. We're going to start underscore after this podcast. <laughs> 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 
Do it. So podcast supergroup <laughs> underscore. That's oh, the yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the PR. Already. That's the that's the <laughs> <laughs> that's the headline. That's the headline. <laughs> Speaking of like yeah. instruments, there's a freeing moment where you're like, because I was in Lund's old band, and he put me off music after that band, so I started a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, but there's there's a freeing moment where. It's like, oh, this is for me now. Like, I don't have hmm. to be the best player ever. I can chill and p- learn my guitar however yeah. I want now. Yeah, I think it's just nice sometimes just to like sit down and just get away from it and just, you know. That's when you choose not up. to post on Instagram and yeah. have a yeah. bit of you time, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to like just go learn Machine Gun Kelly songs and murder them without <laughs> singing. <laughs> I've been fucking wrong with me. Uh, uh. <laughs> I love how you purposely blame me for your disinterest of being in a band. Yeah. Never again. He's got to blame someone, and you're there, so I'm, I'm, I'm always there. Yeah, sure, yeah. I dragged you along for the podcast, so you can't be that bad, can you? <laughs> Depends. All right, you ready for this perfect segue into horror films? We'll go for it. There's been a bit meta on podcasts, just like Scream. So, speaking of horror movies, Morgan, (laughs) what's your favorite scary movie? Right. um, I'm going to lose so many cool points here, and um, it's probably made me coming on this irrelevant. But I don't really like horror films. Um, I think I've seen a few. Like, I've seen the (laughs) activities, and I've seen, like, Saw and all that. Um, but not gonna lie, I mean, like, I overthink, so I get shit scared and worried about every little thing. It's gotten to the point now, right, where sometimes if I'm like, if it's dark and I've got a TV on, I've gone up to make a cup of tea. And you know, some of those like horror film adverts, and it's just like, they thought he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> when you least expect it, they're bad. And like, you know, and like, oh, yeah, it freaks me out a bit too much nope. sometimes. And there's like a, Weird, yeah, I can't even watch them. I've got to like turn something over and just no, like make that. sure that the doors are locked and the curtains are, and things. So horror films for me, yeah, it's it's not it's not my cup of tea. I've seen a few, but it's not my um it's not my go to. Bit of a tangent. After you've just done that, I think you could start a fiver account for voiceover work. That was that was impressive. Very <laughs> oh, good. Just scare yourself by uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally around. scare scare yourself so much. I would go, oh, the reactions would be good for that. I don't know where I'm going with this, yeah. But, <laughs> so, but I can tell you, I can tell you my top three films if you want to get yeah, me, let's... if you want to get okay, like, let's... A, a feel. Let's so number one, um, Undisputed Love for Back to the Future. Like, nice amazing. And, you know, I think that's got so much of an effect as well on the music I'm into because, like, obviously, you know, McFly and Busted and they were the first bands I fell in love with and, they were inspired by that, but just the film itself has got such, such a good music. It's great. Like thing to go with it. It's just timeless. Love it. I could like watch that forever. So that's my favorite film. Number two is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Cause okay. War Adventure. And number three is Mean Girls because it's iconic. You can quote it for everything. And I won't have a single bad word said about it. Even though every time I do bring it up on the podcast, Sean wants to kill me. So well, you can talk about it on this podcast. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I think I've only seen it once. Wow. Okay. 
Mean Girls? You've only seen Yeah, one. I've only mm. seen it once. I, I've never seen Ferris Bueller. Have you not? Ferris Bueller's really good. It's 80s feel good, like, film. You want to, you wanna, like, just chill out and watch it one day. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Ferris Bueller either. You, oh, <laughs> what? Guys, come on. I thought we were friends, though. What's going on? <laughs> it's changing. No, no, no. <laughs> However, Back to the Future, I'm on board with. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. the trilogy is your favorite one, two, and three? Or Yeah. So people argue number two is better. and I'm on that fence, if I'm honest. Yeah, like, it is good, but I don't know if I like it more than one. Three can get in the bin, freeze all this yeah. shit. Like, ooh, like, what were they thinking, Western. right? When they were like, Joe, you know what Back to the Future needs, mine, cowboys. <laughs> I think, because I, I found out recently that they filmed two and three around the same time. And originally, it was supposed to be one film, but because number one did so well, they tried to, they put it into two. So, like, I don't like, there's no way they would have gone to the old West in if it was one film no so is that just someone like literally cramming ideas and someone's just shouted western <laughs> out and yeah, like, like yeah go with it go with it cowboys <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah, i had no idea it was going to be all one film and that's my brother's like favorite mm. all-time trilogy so i'm probably going to get some hate after he listens to this yeah yeah probably two and three was supposed to be one film but um yeah i, I listened to some uh lately and like even like that's how much I'm obsessed with Back to the Future. Like Ma- um, Michael J. Fox was not supposed to be in it. Like they had someone yeah. else cast it, and they started filming. Was, um, and oh fuck, what's his name? He was in Pulp Fiction. Bear with. I'm gonna find this mm. out. Whilst he doing that, did you know that in number three they nearly accidentally hung Michael J. Fox? No. To be so, fair, I haven't watched three that many times. Not one or two. I'll so the scene where he's meant to be nearly hung mm. where they drag him out and he's like hanging from there and get shot down etc and all that the thought he was acting when he was actually struggling to breathe and they nearly left him up there a bit too long Ew. it was eric stoltz was supposed to be yes. the original ah. by mcfly and on the anniversary box sets that they keep releasing there was one where they released the the footage, the test footage of him as McFly without audio. And now there's like such a huge demand of we want the release with audio. Ooh. Fun little fact there for you. Mm, I think one's got the better storyline, but two's just cool because it's the future. Yeah. And like there's a lot of things I wish by now we would have had like the hoverboards and self lacing Nikes. And yeah. Oh, I'd love them Nikes. Really self drying yeah. jacket, like oh, Jimmy, you know, yeah. like one size, you know. Hmm. It's all about them, Nikes. All about them, Nikes. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So, while we are on films, I'm sure you know Ryan uh, from Karma Radio. Yeah. Cheers. He told me to tell you. Oh, here we are. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's Chiz? What's Chiz says? Release the sapning cut. Oh. Now, why do I not Ryan. understand this, Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> right so um this week's episode featured the wonderful uh sophie k okay yeah so um on there we shared some stories between each other but the worst interview we ever done for the podcast and her worst ever interview um basically there we we talked about one that didn't go out 
we recorded something, it didn't go out because it started and it was so bad. Um, but obviously we have that I have those recordings of how of bad course. it went. And um Chiz is part of our Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Yes, got a plug-in. Um, <laughs> um and yeah, so he wants me to now put it out to our patrons um to listen to and I kind of want to because I feel like it would be a funny train wreck, but at the same time, I'm kind of worried to listen back to that to wonder what it is. So I'm going to try and find those files and see um, how bad it actually was. Yeah. I mean, like we were talking about, you can edit it. So uh, I can. Not as bad. Good. But here's the dynamic, right? What if it's not as bad as we remember and we've built all this thing up now? We put it out oh, and someone listens no. to it and go, You fucking dramatics, this was fine. <laughs> and you're like, Yeah. It was worse. It was worse than but well, it was worse than our heads, like during. So <laughs> mm, I'm worried. Or I can just overdub everything and get him to say some really bad shit. Out of context, make your own answers from his words. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Words. Just change my que- just change our questions. <laughs> no. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember this story from when Sean told us when we were recording oh, back yeah. when we did it the original podcast, and then I listened to today's episode, <laughs> and it came up. I was like, "Holy shit!" They said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Gentoy, when Riggs now, I might as well say it. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but it's funny. But I think I think that's the only one. Yeah, that's the only one we've gone to do, and it didn't turn out well um mm. but we haven't put out but I mean, that's that's a good success rate though, that's right? good but, you know yeah yeah thank you thankfully, thankfully yeah but um yeah so here's a question if you had anyone who's been a total dick or you've you've tried to do one with him he hasn't gone out or you've been like fuck <laughs> it fuck him um I always have that mindset of like fuck them anyway because I get like I overthink shit. So yeah, same. I'm yeah. like, oh, it's gonna be a terrible podcast because <laughs> I'm in it, and then I get in and I'm like, I edit it. What's up? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we did have one. We have like a, a pet peeve section where yeah, I'm about to ask you what pisses you off the most in the world. Cool. cool. And there was a. I may as well fucking say it. So Sean Clark. Uh, I don't know what episode, but. Uh, represents horror icons, um, looks after like Jamie Lee Curtis and, you know, all these big well-known horror actresses or actors. Uh, I asked what pisses you off the most. And he said, podcasters, like straight face. And I was, (laughs) I just didn't know how to take it. And to this day, it still plays on my mind more where I'm like, did he hate the podcast and he was just trying to get through it? Or is he being sarcastic? To be fair, it was early on from when we started doing podcasts. I don't think we'd really worked out our formula in terms of like okay. interviewing. So I think there were certain bits where he didn't understand British humour. Yeah, so it was British a bit where he was, he was saying when he was younger, he watched Halloween from like a drive-in cinema, but they were watching something else. So he watched it without the sound. Hmm. And they said that, and obviously he watched it with sound later on down the line. And I made the joke of, so which one do you prefer then? Do you prefer it with or without sound? And it was just like, with sound. Oh, um, oh, no. oh. <laughs> But it's not it's not your fault. He's got no sense of humor. That, that's that's why I don't understand. But like what mm. But that's probably like the worst thing I'd say. There's yeah. nothing else I can think of. I don't get that though. I don't get the like, why would you say that in general? Just like it's not For me, that I think I think like I'm a very sarcastic person. I can take that as a joke, mm, but yeah. 
it's the straight face after it and then like no follow-up i was like oh shit yeah stop you know <laughs> yeah makes it awkward for the rest of the conversation That's that was because we laughed it off didn't we and we're like <laughs> do you hate us or are you just trying to be funny and that did not come across well like what that's why we ask it at the end, you know. Smart. Like, right, <laughs> so we can leave. <laughs> First question to you, like podcasts. No. Cheers. Right, thanks. We're done. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. And that was episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we might as well get to it then. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Pet peeves. What pisses you off the most? Do you know what? When, like, I, I knew you were going to do this section, and I was trying to think. And at one point I, today, I was like, there's nothing pisses me off. And I was like, no, oh, no, nah, that's a fucking lie. There is. <laughs> Best thing <laughs> like I don't want to get too political, but obviously, you know, we, I could go there, but I don't want to um that much. But just like on a music point of view, I'd say snobbery. I guess a lot of people would like that, but it's just that it's not even that thing of like, oh, you like this band? Well, you shouldn't. But it's just like you know, if you want to like Paramore, but you also want to listen to Slayer, who gives a fuck? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I, lo- I, you know, I love the headband to ring in blood, but I also like to dance around in my kitchen to hard times. Like, you know what? Like, I've got both sides of that. I don't get why people are like, oh, man, that's not metal. You can't listen to that. And I, I had that as it, like, you know, when I was growing up and stuff as well. Like, yeah. when I was, like, in school, I remember, like, having conversations like that where someone was talking about, like, all-time low. And I'd be like, oh, you know, yeah, nothing personal is a great record. And then someone was like, oh, I thought you liked Metallica. And I was like, well, yeah, I do like Metallica. But I also like all-time low. Like, what's... So, music snobbery. But also, like, when people say... And I get it with some bands, because I'll admit that some bands do lose their touch and, you know, what they captured early on and their early records isn't produced in their other ones, right? But when everyone's like, oh, the first record is better, the early records are better, the crap now, but it's for everyone. Mm. And it's like, yeah. well, you, I get it with some bands. I, I, I generally understand if you were like, I, well, I, th- this band's first records were better and they, they lost it. But when you say it to every single person, yeah. I think that's more on you <laughs> than sure. the band. So also, what would you rather have like the same record put out consistently every other year, you know? Well, here's here's the other flip to it, right? Because people moan about that. Oh, it's just the same. Sounds the same. Yeah, exactly. But then it's like, oh, it's changed. Well, what do you want? Like a half and half. Like unless yeah. you're let let's ask you, you Gary. What's the perfect yeah. balance for just you? you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But it's even to the point where, like, you know, I'll use a day to remember, for example, because you kind of knew what you would get from their records in terms of like structure of a song. Do you know what I mean? Like, ca- you know, ag- aggressive first, catchy chorus, aggressive first, catchy chorus, really big breakdown, something in the middle that stops, and he says something that isn't really nasty but he says it in a nasty way and then chorus chorus fucking weird outro like probably that's probably what's gonna happen in a day's remember song so you knew that but like if they did something a little bit different people like oh well what do you want i just like do you want copy and paste or do you want different and like yeah some people do lose their touch some people lose like the the love for it some people i think some people do get jaded some people just think oh it's just another record i think you know, there's some bands that you think, oh, their first two records are insane because, you know, they've had their whole careers to write them and then they've had the 
the years of them getting famous to write the next one. And then they yeah. have got the worries that they had. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I think annoys me sometimes is like there's some bands where people like use those kind of things. I'm like, yeah, but he's not really worried about money now. And the girls he was singing about breaking his heart, he's got a really attractive wife who's a model and you know he lives in a mansion so what is his you know he's happy so like is he not supposed to write music now because he's happy like there was a joke going around before uh, i want i don't want to name i don't want to name names but like there's a joke going around before because someone um got divorced and everyone was like oh that means a new record's gonna be fucking awesome because he's had his heart broken and there's loads of people joking about it and i was sort of like you got a point but like <laughs> That's not what we should be. That's not what we should, we should be looking at. And I don't know. I think like bands grow, people grow. Like we don't like. I don't listen. Well, no, I do. I, I do listen to the same things I listened to when I was fourteen. But there's other things I appreciate. During, I wouldn't have listened to Eminem when I was fourteen as much as I would now. Yeah. But yeah. like, it's a it's a break from rock. It's something different. Um, you know, if you told me bands like, you know. I probably uh, when post like Post Malone. I love Post Malone, but would I have listened? I don't know if I would have listened to him uh, when I was fourteen. Nah, you know I mean? probably wouldn't. Yeah, I, yeah. I probably wouldn't have. Um, but I love I love his music and stuff. So that's that's the that's the annoying one. Um, I'm trying to think of. Well, that was the thing with like when like you used to like share your music with your mates, like on your break or something, when you were yeah. in high school. But then if you had like, for example, I remember I had uh, Remembering Sunday. On okay. my bile time low on yeah. my iPod. And then I was also going through the heavy volume three slipknot phase at the mm. same time. Yeah. So then I remember I had like mates who were like, yeah, slipknot, yeah. And then they saw that and were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was, was that like, friend. Were like, uh, <laughs> so, be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I have yeah. other music on my like, iPod. Yeah, and I get it. And I get like there's a lot of people who love like 80s metal and that's their jam or like you know you love 90s pop punk and that's your jam so if anyone sounds like that awesome if they don't then you're not really bothered but like i don't know i've just got appreciation for all music and i i think there's so, so much music out there that if you don't like someone's album don't listen to it like you don't need to i i guess it's that whole soundtracking for life as well i think because i think I think we've had this conversation on, on Satman before where um, a lot of people will filter and say their favorite album by a band is actually the first one that they were introduced to by that band. Yeah. So like, this is my argument with my chem, for example. Right. Um, I think Sean feels the same, but like a lot of people will fight to the death and say the black parade is the best record ever. By that, but they're all the best back record they've ever done. And I'll go, well, nah, free free cheers is my favorite record by Mike Hem. Um, and some people get really offended, but they were a hit pop peak, like they became that next level band at Black Parade. So there's a lot of people who never would have listened to Mike Hem before that, who listened to Black Parade, fell in love with them, and then gone back and listened to their stuff. Um, so that Black Parade holds more of a special place in people's hearts than Free Cheers, I would say. But like, if you ask me personally, I would say Free Cheers is the better record. Mm. So it's like things like that. But I don't know. It's a weird rant. Um, but yeah. Worth having, though. Yeah, I don't Same know. one with Paramore, though, as well. Like, mm. 
I got into Paramorph when Riot came out, mm. but I would still fight to death and say that Brand New Eyes is the better album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd say Brand New Eyes as well. But I think that's when... I'd say the same. I, I'd say I was aware of Paramore and like I knew the singles. And then Brand New Eyes... I remember Brand New Eyes coming out and going to buy that. And yeah. then being obsessed with every single track. So I'd probably mm. throw that on first. So like... That's that's the other side of it. Yeah, but like, I don't, I don't know. I like hard times and all that as well. To be fair, they're all bops. Times bops. They're all bops. <laughs> they're all bops. Haley's sure. just the queen. She's the absolute queen. Um, yeah. Another another thing that really gets to me is like, um, we've just started you though. This yeah, is it. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say like, I don't, I'll, I'll I'll go off music as um spoilers for stuff, right? And it's a bit yeah. weird with this, right? And hear me out. So going back to being a wrestling fan, yeah. Um, being a wrestling fan in the UK is really hard because obviously with time difference, things normally start at like one or two o'clock yeah. in the morning, you know, and stuff. So unless it's a big one, like a WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or wherever, I won't stay up because you can't all the time. It's ridiculous, right? But the amount of things you'll see first thing in the morning or people tweeting about it and like, you know, being fun, like it, it, yeah, it's different if it's different if you're following WWE because you know they're going to tweet about it. But if you yeah. like, so when it was mm. also the same thing, you're like, oh, come on, and you get annoyed by stuff like that, right? I get annoyed by stuff like that because it ruins it, and especially with with wrestling. I don't want to know who's won before I watch it because it yeah. takes that magic out anyway. Um, <clears throat> but people will tell me that's stupid, and the same people who kicked off massively when any Games of Thrones spoilers would be posted <laughs> anywhere. And people going, oh, I haven't watched the episode that was out two weeks ago. How dare you reference it in a tweet and all that. And you're like, ah, no, you know what it's like to be a wrestling fan when everything you've got to avoid. Like, literally, I remember waking up as a kid. Like, I remember going to school as a kid. And, like, if it was, like, a, um, a, mon like a Monday... I'd have mm. to like literally avoid certain people just in case they knew. I'd have to go up to certain people and be like, don't tell me I'm watching it later when I get home. And I'd <laughs> rush home and I'd be like watching it. And before I did any homework, just in case I got on the wrong thing on the internet, I looked on the wrong thing on my phone and knew what, yeah, what happened. So like things like that gets to me. Um, yeah. And just people who are dicks, um, condescending and racist. That's, that's, a, yes. that's a pet peeve. So, uh, Aye. Aye. Up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the spoiler stuff. It is pretty intense though with films. Like if it's anything Marvel, mm. like with the whole one division stuff at the minute and all of that, like literally as soon as the episode comes out, you can't touch your phone. You just like Oh, oh it's like yeah, it's like Star Wars to TV yeah. without yeah. anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well no, yeah, it's like Star Wars. Like literally, um like I'm love, love, love star wars to bits and especially and like the new ones that came out like you know the, the new trilogy and rogue one and everything like that um i was just avoiding everything you possibly could i avoid i was avoiding everything i possibly could to the point where like someone joked about something and you don't know that dreaming and you don't it's like well give it a bit like why i don't know why people tweet oh you wouldn't do it with anything else though would you like you wouldn't be like no Oh my god! I can't believe that serial killer gone and killed everyone in the fifty-fourth <laughs> minute of the film. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, cheers, 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 Joanne, for t for tweeting that out. That's um, that's great. I do need to watch that film though. Um, 
also pet peeve is when people leave football matches or gigs um before the end yeah um i get it if you've got it like you know you get home yeah, early or like well yeah. yeah i get i get stuff like that but when it's like <laughs> i once saw someone complained that they didn't, someone didn't play a song and then they left and then they played the song and then they kicked <laughs> off and they didn't play it earlier and we were like well i but you did leave uh, again, you wouldn't do it with a film, would you? You wouldn't be like, it's, it's football ma- ma- mainly with that. I, I, that's what I never understand. It's like 10 minutes to go, <laughs> people leave, and you're like, you wouldn't really sit through a whole film. <laughs> like, And then the last 10 minutes, you're going to find out who the killer is, and you're like, I think I'm going to head off. Check out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't Worst one I've, I've ever seen to do with people not really paying attention at gigs was I went watching John Mayer a couple of years back and I've been like wanting to go watch him hmm. for years. And there was a guy two rows in front of me who spent the entire night on Snapchat. Like, oh, that's annoying not, as well. Yeah. Not even filming, messaging. Oh, that's even oh, worse. Wow. Like, he wasn't even going, I'm enjoying this concert. He's playing slow dancing in the burning room. He Nothing. Was like, he was just, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, stuff like that. I was looking at him and then like everyone else who was with me was like looking at this guy. <laughs> just like, what are you doing? But it's distracting though, isn't it? Like when someone's like mess like openly messaging someone in front of you. It's in the corner of your eye. And, and mm. you're just like, what are you doing? Like you know, they know people can see that. <clears throat> they know. Because you either like quickly like, you know, back this like quick text. <laughs> or if you're just like, yeah cool I, yeah i hate i hate the filming the whole thing as well like i get it if like something is interesting happened and you want to take a photo because i've done the same thing like you want to get a fo- nice aesthetic photo of the gig or you know there's a bit from a song and you're like oh, i want to get that to send to someone or whatever when this is literally press oh. record the whole yeah. oh. way through it's just a bit like well i don't I, I, do you think that'll happen when gigs go back do you think people well i, I no i guess so because people want to Post more, won't they? Oh, but like, they will, won't they? Like, oh my god, first gig back. Yeah, yeah but like, just will they enjoy it. being? Yeah, will they enjoy being there? Like, will they enjoy like being in a room with other people? Because well, <laughs> I'd kick myself if I didn't bring up Limp Biscuit. Um, when you do interview Fred Durst, oh yeah, will you be wearing a red hat? No, I can't. Uh, Can you? You can't. can't. Will you say yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Um. I probably, I probably try and say fuck forty six times. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Just for the sake of it, something like that I would do. I would try and put it as much as possible. Um. But that's the dream one, isn't it? That's like one of the. That's the one that has to happen. Yeah. That's literally. That's Sean's dream one. As well, Freddie. Friday D. Um, yeah, it would it'd be Friday good. Day. But the worst thing is, and um, it's funny, and I think Sean loves it in the sense of, like, you know, he's in the situation where this happens. But Fred Durst will see his DMs and stuff on Instagram and, like, and react to photos he's put in the story. <laughs> Just not, like, Sean's literally messaged him going, oh, come on the podcast then. And I've he's gone. Tweets and, he's yeah. liked it, and you're like, 
That's what? Yeah. <laughs> Surely that means you're on board. Is that? Uh, is he waiting for the Zoom link? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we should do that one day, to be honest. Yeah. We should just DM Drop him a Zoom, Zoom link, link and see what he does. Like, ah. if he comes on... Maybe maybe that's all you've had to do all this time. I wonder. Ooh, that's a you, good... You'd kick yourself if you have you didn't attempt it, at least. That's a good game, though. Just DMing everyone ever, sending them a Zoom link. But send them all the same link. So if they're coming at the same time, you've got some mad crossover. It's like a oh, Russian be incredible. Episode. I might have to do that one day just to see if it happens. It like won't. But, like, it's a wasted day. But it'd be incredible. It'd be funny. It would be funny. <laughs> What else are we doing in lockdown, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now's the time it, to try it. Damn it, Fred Durst, obviously, yeah. trying to trying to tell him that, you know, it's not Russian roulette when you're pacing your bet, but... <sighs> Love it. Is that, how, is that where we leave this off? Yeah, it's, I don't know. Is it, is it just one of those days where you don't want to wake up, or...? <laughs> well, it's, by this point, it's the end of the day, so I've already been awake for a while. <laughs> Lund, did you just... I did. I just carried it on, but it was, this is probably yeah. We're gonna go on this. Yeah. Now it's one of those days. Yeah, yeah it's now one of those days. Yeah. Listen, Morgan. Thank Fair. you so much for your time. No, thank you so thank much you. for having me. I'm sorry if I've ranted on about stupid stuff. I'm sorry um, I ended it, but but it had to. End yeah. Well, we can't. Well, these these listeners, I guess, have got a life they need to get to, and like you know, do normal civilian things not like us podcasters who you know are uh, you know above, <laughs> oh, above the higher standards i don't know wh- why i said all this because now it's like oh fucking hell that's in really dark um but no <laughs> yeah such a positive I, podcast yeah well, like, a good end as well oh, i was like oh fuck, fuck them fuck them no um yeah no i appreciate you wanting me on um literally i love the fact that anyone's interested in anything i do and want to talk about mad experiences i've been able to have so thanks for taking the time and yeah, keep up all the all the work with it but give yourself the break as well don't burn out <laughs> cry oh we're drink plenty that. of water oh, yeah. and positive mindset yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think the the dream next is to get both you and sean in the Ooh, same room complete be... the trilogy yeah yeah it is that'd be good well, well I, i'm up for it if we manage to be allowed out with the houses at some point and i don't know sean's djing or playing manchester or something yeah that'd be um that'd be cool i'm Come, sure it'll be getting, get in a room and then you can um see one of us which one of us breaks first um potentially we'll get it probably. sponsored by monster as well so then it's Whoa. like a complete uh, but then, you've got, experience. but then you've got Sean on Monster, which is a different person completely, and he will just be shaking. So, <laughs> I, so I think that's yeah. what Sean was like when we bumped into him. Because I remember we got him a few cans of Monster. Yeah, it's like a bring in of offering. We bring you juice of Monster, and he was like, "Oh, cheers, boys!" <laughs> <laughs> just double, just double drinking them stone wow. cold. Yeah, stone cold. Stone cold like yeah, all over the place. <laughs> incredible thank you very much for coming on sir thank you thank you very much that was a fantastic episode of 48 with co-host of Sapnin podcast music journalist WWE nut and beautiful human Morgan Richards. That was a wholesome chat. I feel I feel better. I feel 
improved since that conversation. If you enjoyed that too, make sure you check out Sampling on the links below. Uh, make sure to go and check out the Patreon for Sampling as well, where you can find out tons of more information and go on www.patreon.com forward slash Sampling. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Pearson. Thank you. But anyway, if you enjoyed that chat, make sure to check us out too. You can follow us on all of our socials. You can check out all of our previous episodes on all po- popular podcasting platforms. And you can also watch the video versions on our YouTube channel if you're already not doing that now, seeing our faces on your screen. But there you go. Um, but otherwise than that, what else do we want to talk about, Mr. Pearson? Oh, it'd be a Discord. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Discord. If you didn't know in the intro, because I never spoke about it, not all. We we've got a Discord. Go join our Discord community. Discord. Chat about horror and tell us some random facts. Yeah, I'm assuming you've got too far and can't reach your phone to pause this episode. But thanks for getting this far. Unless you got YouTube Premium. What people would listen this far with YouTube Premium. Well, maybe if you can keep the podcast on. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but then go and do. Neither do I. But but if you do, some people do. In your car right now, you can't stop it. No Mm. one's driving in the car in a lockdown. No. Right. Well, thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks for getting this far. What an episode, though. Uh, If you enjoyed it, share it about. Fucking show us some love. Let people know. You just heard how hard it is to maintain a podcast. A podcast? A podcast. What's a a podcast? A podcast. A podcast. Yeah, because that's pog. Um, Because you just heard Morgan talk about he understands why we burn out. So fucking reward us with with a shirt. That'd make my day. Do that. Make, Make Pearson smile. Yeah, man. Otherwise, I'm leaving this podcast. Thanks, guys.